you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za. So maybe you've grown up and, of course, realized that, ooh, maybe there's some financial decisions that I wasn't really clear on uh, to set me out on a path of uh, better financial well-being. But it's never too late, right? For those of you who still have a chance, you can change things uh, and, of course, uh, implement um, some facets of your life, decisions that you take, uh, for better or worse, that will have an outcome and impact on your financial well-being. And for those of you who might be slightly younger, still looking forward to earning your first paycheck, this is the conversation you need to listen to because we will impart how to uh, set up principles to master the start of your investment journey. Nomi Poglani, Head of Direct Clients at Alan Gray, joins us now this evening to give us some insight. Nomi, so good to talk to you on a very relevant topic, especially in light of Youth Month. Hello, Gugu. So great to talk to you again. Yeah, absolutely relevant and I think uh, important for youngsters because um, they have the time to apply some of these lessons. Mm, definitely. And sometimes we often think we have too much time and get lazy and lethargic and we rest on our laurels and think, ah, I've still got time. But uh, help us understand how there's no such thing as getting started with your investment journey too early. Um, and there's always disciplines and I guess lessons that we can implement at any point of the journey. Yes, I think, you know, when it comes to investing, time is really an incredible resource. Um, and if you have it, you really should be using it to your advantage. Uh, if you're a youngster who's just started working, the earlier you start, the more time that you actually have to benefit from compound interest. Uh, I think that's the first important point. Uh, and then the second one that relates to time, and I don't think this one is, is often discussed enough, but it's the fact that, you know, the earlier you begin, the earlier you start developing the muscle and the discipline to be a diligent investor, because that isn't always an easy um, skill to, to come by. Got you. And I think that's important, right? As you say, it's a muscle. It needs to be developed and muscles need to be exercised and understood. But that takes us to having a plan. And this probably speaks to what steps new investors can take to get started, to learn these financial behaviors that they need to implement. Yeah, so I mean, you've already mentioned the idea of having a plan. If you don't have a clear vision, then you don't really know what it is you are putting your money towards. So it's important to have a clear vision of what it is you want to achieve. And I think, you know, most of us can kind of map out where we want to be in our life or career in three, five, or even 10 years' time. And it's important that we don't just stop at that, but we need to identify what are the financial circumstances that are going to enable that vision. And then you can start to think about what you will want and need at these different points in time and how you can make sure that you actually invest to ensure that you can uh, fund and, and, and support these goals. And so, you know, something like retirement may not seem like an urgent need now, but if you think deliberately about the future, uh, you may want to have some level of financial independence or financial mm. freedom. So it's really important to have this clear idea of, of what kind of life you want and how can you enable that. And then I think the second one is to then start uh, doing your research. And here you can then start to look at the actual investment vehicles that you can use to help you achieve these goals. So if I think of unit trust specifically, which you know, is a really great way to, to invest for different periods of time, uh, but there are different unit trusts that are you know, suited for, for different time horizons, different mm -hmm. objectives. And so if you're investing for 
uh, the very long term, you want to make sure that your money is going to beat inflation and to earn a real return. And so you might want to make sure you're exposing your money to equities and you would invest in something like an equity fund. Uh, But if you're parking money for a very short term period, say an emergency fund, uh, you might look at something like a, a money market. And so it's really important to then to start to look at the unit trust that you can use to really um, achieve the goals that you have set for yourself. And then the last one I think I'll mention is that you want to, where possible, to automate the decisions up front so that you don't have to keep wrestling with the these decisions over and over again. You know, I mentioned earlier that, you know, investing does take some discipline and so you want to kind of take away the decisions that you need to make that might be tough to do if you have to keep making them over and over again so setting up a debit order means you don't have to think every month whether you're going to save or not it's going to automatically happen another thing you can do is set up an automatic escalation every year so that you know as your your salary hopefully increases by a certain amount you can actually also increase the amount of money that you're putting away Hundred percent. I'm glad you mentioned the escalation because so often we get the debit order, but then we don't make sure that our money increases and improves, our contribution improves uh, with the rate of inflation. And I guess these are all lessons that we learn as we go by, as we mature, as we get exposure to new knowledge and information. But Nomi, when I think back to when I was 25, yes, I had a retirement annuity, but I was like, me retire. I'm forever young. And I guess this is a perfect example for us to, you know, perhaps reflect on in your engagements with some of your clients, you know, what you've witnessed have been some of the lessons that could be implemented when, you know, one is in their 20s that would really set on a vast change and have a significant impact in one's long-term investment and saving strategy. So I think the first one kind of that you've mentioned around retirement uh, hits mm-hmm. the, the, the nail on the head because, the thing with retirement is that the earlier you start, the less you physically have to put away in order to have enough for a retirement at the end. And so kind of roughly speaking, when you start working, you might have to save roughly 15% of your income towards retirement. But if you delay that and you wait until you are, say, in your 40s, you might have to put away half of your salary each month in order to have enough for retirement. So the longer you delay it, the harder it actually becomes to save for retirement because you physically have to save more money. And then the second point also relating to retirement is that you want to start as early as possible and save the right amount. And then secondly, every time that you switch jobs, uh, you might have an opportunity to actually access your savings. And it's very important that you preserve as much of your retirement savings as possible because otherwise, if you access it each time you change jobs, you essentially have to keep starting over and over again. 100%. Yeah, so that first point around retirement is super important. And then maybe a second one, you know, when you're starting out, uh, you know, you kind of, you don't really have a lot of assets. You might have to furnish an entire house. There's just so many things that it feels like you have to acquire. And so you have to think deliberately about how you will use debt. And you want to leverage um, kind of time to your advantage because you can either earn interest or pay interest. And that's really what investing and, and, and credit can feel like or are kind of two sides of the same coin. So, you know, debt can be useful in, in many circumstances, but it's very important that you are um, really interrogating the times at which you use debt and you're, you're using debt uh, to uh, kind of acquire things that might benefit you in some shape or form 
um, over the long term. So whilst investing means that you're borrowing from today to meet a future need, um, when you are acquiring debt, you actually are uh, borrowing at a cost uh, from the future to meet a present need. And so it's very important to think about how you, uh, you use debt. And then very lastly, you might think about whether you want some sort of accountability partner. It could be a friend, yes. it could be a parent, uh, or it could be an independent financial advisor. Got you. And let's talk about that journey with a financial advisor, right? Because so sometimes we tend to think, hold on, I've got access to information, access to platforms. I can actually do this by myself. But naturally, there are some benefits to having an expert guide you and also be an accountability partner. Talk us through that, especially for individuals who might be hesitant to speak to a certified financial planner. So a financial planner is really a qualified financial expert. And so they really understand financial planning as well as the products that can help you achieve your goals. So, you know, at first we spoke about this idea of having a clear vision and plan of what you want to do. A financial advisor is really equipped with the kind of skill set to help ensure that your plan, number one, is accurate. You don't want to be wrong for a very long time. So they're going to help you make sure your plan is accurate and then um, that is also appropriate actually for your circumstances. So you're not overextending yourself um, or maybe not challenging yourself as much as you could. Uh, and then the second thing is they're going to help you stick to your plan. Uh, as I said, you know, if you set up a debt order, uh, it means that you can completely automate the savings that you have. Uh, but if for some reason you maybe stopped debit order because you had some sort of emergency and your circumstances changed, they're going to keep you accountable to, you know, as your circumstances evolve, to say, okay, cool, we are ready to reestablish this particular savings plan. So they're actually going to help you stick to your plan so that you can achieve it over the long term. Uh, and then very lastly, they they have the knowledge and expertise of the financial service industry. And so they can take your plan and align it to the right products and unit trusts that are actually going to help you get there. And so, yeah, making the decisions around your money is obviously quite a daunting and important task. And I think professional advice can be hugely helpful. Got you. I think that's so critical for us to remember, especially as we journey along what is often being described as a difficult environment, right? Trying to manage our costs now, but also saving for the future. Um, so it is important that we do partner with the right financial services professionals. Normie, we'll leave it there for today, but really appreciative of your time and insight tonight. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Perfect. That's uh, Nomi Poglani, Head of Direct Clients at Alan Gray, joining us this evening. You missed it live. Catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.